0: From Ogham, The Fire in the Head by Daniel Levy. This now is the second installment. And as before, I hope that my Zoroastrian listeners might uh, gain some insight from another Indo European culture, that of the Celtic Druids and the Ogham cosmology, uh, because it deals much with the fire in the head. And that's, uh, you know, as uh, that, that original fire, the fire of consciousness, and that vein runs all the way through this. A uh, small book so all right today is about lewis or lewish lewish is the quickening of the mind from that semi-sleep state to an awakened state where things are a little brighter crisper more precisely measured there is less bias here because the mind is starting at a higher point perception is raised as the horizons are taken in and one begins to realize the need for survival and extension of life on life's terms Looking around from a grander perspective, see the waters from which you have been birthed and understand the process of manifestation and the ache of existence in its beauty and deliciousness. We are fueled by that ache and awareness, and this results from a forceful self-reliance and an inner drive to keep going. In this manner, Lewis provides us with the very necessary means of taking the controls in our own hands and out of those who might work their wills upon us and more importantly, it puts us back into the driver's seat, taking our lives off of autopilot. We are destined with a mechanism which allows us to live naturally, or in the now, like all other animals. Initiation into the mysteries allows us to overcome that natural process by means of the gift of consciousness, that is, that fire in the head, or non-natural element, which elevates humans, potentially, to the realm of the other. Lewis gives us the craft of profession of pilotage, or guiding and navigating. We can now begin to see why the previous illustration of the driver versus autopilot is so vital. Lewis is that portion of the gift which gives us not only the power to navigate our ship through rocky waters of life and reach new shores and new horizons, but we now put this to use in a professional manner, guiding others who look to us, who charter the vessel we navigate to to charter the vessel we navigate, whose welfare and possible initiation depend upon our ability to deftly navigate and pilot the ship we are becoming. Sovereignty is about controlling one's destiny and extending one's area of influence. This is done by improving oneself in the lives of those who have entrusted that just to you. As we begin to differentiate between the nature of the self and that which is not the self, yet interacts with the self, we find a marked duality between what is being observed and that which is the observer. This becomes increasingly paramount in the mind of the initiate. True objectivity is one of the signs of wisdom and is found, indeed it is earned in Luish, as we begin to uh, truly individuate ourselves from that which is not the essential self. This, we will see as we progress through the OAMs, is what separates the psyche from its natural counterparts in nature. Initiation is fivefold. It begins with separation, individuation. Lewis gives us the insight to begin to peer into the mystery of this and see that separation itself is a twofold concept, however. Firstly, it is as above the separation from the waters of non consciousness and to conscious awareness. Becoming, as it were, a new being, born with a thought, I am, or I've come to exist. No longer a part of all that is, but apart from all that is not the self, that which has come into being. Secondly, it's this gift of conscious awareness, this I am, which separates us, makes us partly non-natural, and thus individuated from the natural world in which we reside. This gives us a unique stance in the world, as we are psychophysical beings, um, of mind and body made and of body bound by a mechanical or natural law, however, that which truly makes us non-natural is the psyche, the mind or intellect. Most of the time we think of ourselves as our physical bodies, yet we can imagine ourselves in fantasy as you know other beings or uh, in other realms, other people, beings, etc. but our core self, our fane, is is still essentially us. It's still the I and the I am. The ability to mentally separate ourselves from ourselves in such a way is the manner in which we can create the most change in the world within, and affect a proportionate change in the world around us. Consequently, Lewish is a path view. This 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 is one of eight such views. Path views are the lifeblood of the walkers between the worlds. Lewish, as a as insider quickening, provides us with a vehicle of accessing the underworld and it is one of the paths between middle world and upper world and underworld in true shamanic fashion or shamanic fashion the druid journeys in search of his own soul or go soul searching uh, in all its eight parts this is called the dual or duly uh, to gather them together into a realized whole or synthesis to be united or remembered as a true druid, immortal and divine, the initiate will see the import of these path views as we address them in their turns. Uh, they are no more or less important than any other omen, but are great for their specific qualities in each area. Lewis' original Lewis's original name may have indeed been Flame or Radiance, as Lewis reads as such in the old Irish. This certainly fits with the knowledge that Lewis is a provision of the gift in man from from the gods, uh, which is one aspect of the fire in the head of which the first poet spoke. It is the divine fire within the psyche that is the psyche, which quickens and gives insight. We might see also in Lewis a neat comparison with the Latin lvx or lux for light, uh, and the light bearer in Lucifer, which you know alliterates with Lewis. And is a Promethean figure, not, not some satanic thing. It's not a comparison of any devil or Satan with Lou, as that is no place in Celtic cosmology. From a linguistic point of view, it is an interesting note, but both Irish, Gaelic, and Latin have Indo-European common ancestry. This is brought to light, no pun intended, here simply to further illuminate the connection of the name Luish to flame and radiance and the evident gift of consciousness, which is the divine fire in man. As suggested uh, before, Lewish is possibly an evolution of the likely earlier, more primitive uh, Andoida, whose name, while contested, may mean uh, fire, as deg or dog means fire. This is a great mystery here and will be discussed later. For The power inherent in Luish is best illustrated by the spear carried by Luce of Ildanach. Uh, Lu is often seen as a solar deity due to the spear, its straight, streamlined shaft piercing through the murky shadows of non-consciousness. It is the will of the initiate, welded by the deity within, whose shot is sure, whose length is great, and thus called long-armed. There is a sense of foreknowledge found in one's deep inner self which counsels in times of high stress and fear. There is no ambiguous, ambiguous occult property or sixth sense here, but a development, like all things found in Lewis, of the deeper parts of the psyche. If Lewis is the high god of the Celts, then Lewis is the principle of the higher self or the god within. This connects Lewis with some of the more warrior-like aspects of the ancient Celts as well, over which the high god Lu presided as well. The study and unfolding of the mastery of which uh, will provide a unique perspective in initiation in a purely Celtic fashion. Lewis reminds us always to remember our watery beginnings when we're reaching for the fire. Let me repeat that. Lewis reminds us always to remember our watery beginnings when reaching toward the fire. Beth showed us our beginnings as we arose from the ocean, an island self-created. Lewis gives us the power to reflect upon our own environment, to distinguish between the land and the water, between the self and the other and to learn to listen to that which is the core of our being when we need such wisdom the most. The reflective nature of Lewis quickens the mind to act, not simply react. One becomes creative, not reactive. The flame radiance of Lewish is the creative nature of the gift of consciousness, one which gives us the ability to imagine, with insight and foreknowledge, that which is yet to be. We no longer live in the present as beasts, though we share in a beastly, fleshly body which is to be enjoyed and taken care of. We are imbued also with the fire in the head which inspires, which imagines, which creates, which prods to movement. We are become gods among men who avail ourselves to this gift and who master its essence. Thank you for listening to another installment of Oam, the Fire in the Head.